0: Uh, Aaron and Erica, if you don't mind thinking about what you would like to have happen in this episode for Plex and SD, think about what you want for the other person's character. Um, and you will dictate what happens, Erica, you can dictate what happens to Aaron, and vice versa. Um. All
1: right, um, I hope you can transform yourself into a kyber crystal, Aaron. I don't think So. (laughs) Vaguely claudite shaped
0: kyber crystal.
1: But
2: also you're gonna find very emotional love with a
1: clone.
0: Is it romantic love or platonic love?
2: No. It's purely sexual.
0: Oh. Okay. That's fine. That's still a valid relationship.
1: Is it a clone of Ava (laughs) (laughs) Arik, Or perhaps Hatsune Miku?
0: Somehow Palpatine has returned and fallen in (laughs) love with ST. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> acceptable <laughs> no thank you the only oh, thing i know no that was supposed
2: you. to happen is is a uh, plex being talked to by that middle manager with the droids so if i could have no consequences coming out of that one that'd be great
0: hello listeners this is your host and game master Kat. this week we mixed things up a little bit and tried nesting another game into the star wars rpg as such You'll hear us play a modified version of I Have the High Ground by Jess Levine using the physical game that I got from backing the Zine Project around this time last year. If you'd like to pick up your own copy, you can do so by going to JessFromOnline.itch.io slash I-H-T-H-G. Jess has a few physical copies remaining as sold through Indie Press Revolution as well as a functionally unlimited number of digital copies and a pretty decent chunk of community copies if it's not something you can afford right now. I highly recommend checking this game out if you didn't get a ringing enough endorsement from the time we played it on this show. I think today will convince you that this game is worth your $8. If you'd like to support us, there are a few ways you can do that. First, you can tell someone about the show. We thrive on word of mouth and our goofy brand of weird is the perfect thing to recommend to your friends your polycule, your found family, your biological family, or your university tutor who may or may not be a retired criminal and folk hero. We're fans of good pods for their really neat shareability features, but whatever you prefer works for us. If you do leave a review, let us know via tweet or Tumblr message, preferably Tumblr message, I am officially quitting Twitter, if you'd like to reach out to us on Tumblr, you can do so by going to zaftycat.tumblr.com, and you'll get a shout-out on the show. You can also support us by visiting patreon.com slash sosismedia. With all that said, let's go back, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Okay. So last time, Keel escaped from prison. Rima and BT assumed that he had killed someone. As D found out that he was working on Death Star number 3 in effect, and Plex had to deal with having the knowledge that Keel was captive on board of the ship and trying to figure out an action plan in order to prevent a the Crew from mutinying and B, Keel from getting executed or whatever.
2: I wouldn't say so much mutinying as not keeping up the charade of what we're doing.
0: Well, it's, it's mutinying insofar as um, they would probably not want to continue the mission working for the people who had captured Keel. Yeah. Okay. So I think what we are going to do is we're going to start off with Keel. Uh, and Rather than have Emma do a series of Genesis dice rolls, because I feel like that makes for a fairly low tension.
3: It's very repetitive and.
0: It's, yeah, like six different times of rolling stealth, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's not super interesting in terms yeah. of gameplay. So what we decided to do was take a slightly modified approach to I Have the High Ground by Jess Levine, a game that you may have heard on this podcast before if you listened to that very special promotional episode that we played. Um, Albeit, this one is not going to be so much about the wit and banter between two combatants as it is about Keel versus the entire Imperial apparatus on board this ship, and the points will total towards Keel's safe return to the Aurum, if he succeeds. As Kiel succeeds, he gets closer to the Aurum, and at the point threshold, arrives safely at the Aurum and can rendezvous with probably Plex, who will still be there. So in between every couple of rounds of this game, we'll cut over to someone else and come back to Kiel on his quest to return home throughout the episode. Does that sound good to everyone? Cool, yeah. Okay, so I've got my uh, I Have the High Ground Slammers because these are really good pogs. If you ever have to play pogs, get a physical copy of I Have the High Ground because boy howdy does it come with some slammers. <laughs> we will get started by having a quick description. Keel. it has been about five minutes since you knocked Shoal out, you quickly retrieved some information from the computer systems using her security clearance from her um, code cylinders. And you were able to determine that, uh, so not only was she telling the truth about your friends being here, but they are quite literally docked with this ship. And it's not super far away if you do decide to make your way over there. Keel, what kind of calculus are you doing about whether or not it is safe to return to the Aurum?
3: I am fairly confident that we will be able to work over whatever happened. Um, it might take some work, mm-hmm. but it is not impossible. And frankly it was only it was only plex, really. Um, that we had the big falling out with that I had the big falling out with. Obviously Teener is gonna need like like I basically just up and left with no explanation, but it wasn't a there was no fight with Tina. um things are gonna be rough, things are gonna be rocky, um but I'm hoping that everyone will be able to understand where I was coming from on it and hopefully move past it, yeah, and then beyond that, you know, explaining what the plans mm-hmm. that the remnant have are, hopefully that will you know open some eyes and you know, about what we're actually doing and who we're doing it with.
0: Yeah, I think that's a fairly reasonable thought process.
3: Have we, like, actually gone over what the Imperial Remnant's plans are on the podcast
0: yet? I have been enjoying the fact that we haven't until Kiel tells Plex. Yeah. I think that's kind of where I wanted that all to be revealed. So, uh, in order to play I Have the High Ground, we take t- turns basically kind of playing through a modified rock, paper, scissors sort of a system with, um, you know, the the rock, paper, and scissors being the parry, thrust, and feint. So, a parry beats a thrust, a feint beats a parry, and a thrust beats a feint. Um, this game also has a penalty move, but we'll explain that if it comes up. Uh, so Emma, can I have you choose high or uh, even or odd? This will determine who gets priority first, because in this version of Rock, odds. Paper, Scissors, odds it is priority breaks the tie. That was even I'll re-roll cause it landed on a book that was even again. Okay. So the Avenger will have priority first. So give me a quick description of your first action before security notices that you are missing.
3: Well, just going back to our conversation earlier, I thought the idea was that security was going to notice once I fail.
0: Oh, right, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. okay, so then...
3: So, So I think what I think would be best to do here is I'll describe what I'm going to do first and at, you know... Choose, choose my token yeah, as I do that. Up to a certain we'll, point. Up to a certain point. Yeah. Okay. So Keel has just broken out of the cell with Shoal's um, code cylinder and located the nearest data terminal just to find out. You know, yes, the Orem is on board. Like the Orem is docked and it is not too far away. Um, and going on that, Keel is going to. Um, so choose now. Uh, Keel is going to try and use the computer terminal to mark, like, that the detention wing has been checked recently, and it's all okay. Okay. I use a feint.
0: I also used a faint. Well, fuck off. Okay, so in the event of a tie, faint tie indicates both characters attempted to bait a response, but the character with priority didn't fall for it, winning the turn by responding instead. Um... So I think you successfully mark it as having been recently recently checked over by security, but in doing so, it sets off a little bit of suspicion. Not a full alarm, because this is a tie and not a straight-up victory, but it's suspicious because the security rounds happen in the exact same order the exact same time every single day, and this just got marked as verified out of order. There was, you know, it's like a couple of hours early that this was marked as being secure. And that's unusual enough that it trips some alarms without sending up a full- Like it, a, it raises suspicions It raises without, suspicion without, without, without triggering alarms. an alarm, basically. Now that you've set that up, what are you going to do next? The brig says is the brig is marked that security has already reviewed it and checked it off as being secure. What is your next intention?
3: Let's choose first and then we'll we'll Okay. Okay.
0: Okay, uh, since you have priority, um, I thrust. will reveal first. Oh. I went with a faint. So
3: what thrust did you... beats faint. Thrust beats faint. Okay.
0: Um I assume based on that you did choose a thrust?
3: Yes. Um, so I chose a, I chose a thrust and thrust beats faint.
0: How do I want this to go?
3: I think this, I think this one is just straight up. I'm going to book it in a direction towards the arm.
0: Yeah, I think, um, you know, you're still in your prisoner's uniform and everything like that. So there's a bit of needing to be kind of quick and stealthy about it, but you make your way a couple of decks closer to where the Aurum should be. Uh, The way that that ends up happening is that you manage to evade a couple of patrols, um, just by virtue of, you know, keeping yourself relatively well hidden. And then it kind of comes to a head when you come across a single ensign in uniform who just seems to kind of be minding his own business, wandering through the halls. Can
3: I make a... Can we have this be in like a break room somewhere? Like, I pass a break room and I notice some poor ensign sitting there drinking a cup of calf. back <laughs> yeah, to the door.
0: Staring directly at the door with a shocked face like, uh? And I think you kind of, as quietly as possible, enter that break room and deliver a swift and thorough beatdown. Give him what for? I give, him, give him the old what for.
1: Uh, is, is that how Keel is disguising his identity with a, <laughs> yes. a like, British accent? <laughs> no. It's not Kiel, it's me! I'm... The
3: PS5! <laughs> so yeah, I, I have a uniform now.
0: I like that, you've got your uniform now. Um. Okay, so then... One more move. This time I will have priority. Um, are you done? Yeah, I'm- I chose parry.
3: I also chose parry. Uh,
0: so what does your defensive posture look like?
3: Um, I'm just gonna- I'm just, like, playing it cool, not doing anything, waiting to see what happens.
0: Okay, um, so to that end, uh, that early check on security has them send someone down to the brig- where they come across BT and Reba leaving the brig. A security officer starts to interrogate them, like, What were you two doing in the brig? Why did you mark it as secure? And BT says, We didn't mark anything. There's a corpse in there if you want to go find it. And the guards kind of immediately go rushing past them, leaving them to walk freely back towards the Orem. As is typical of what happens with droids. Beep boop, beep boop, boop, beep boop. But they do now know that you are out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Plex. We rewind time very briefly to. Uh, actually, you know, I, I don't think you need to explain yourself to some middle manager. I think that can happen off screen.
2: The rest of the ship just hears a shouting match.
0: <laughs> Not even. I think, Karen. <laughs> I think, very specifically, Plex, you are able to dismantle this guy without even having to raise your voice. You let him say his piece. You let him get all shouty and everything like that. And you just sort of effortlessly shut him down, you know, managing to pull both rank and intention on him, like, basically threatening to sue him, but in, like, a quiet sort of way, like, you you don't have the legal right to commandeer my property, uh, you know, I will, yeah, I, I'll take this before the Admiral, blah blah blah, and, like, it's just enough that he's absolutely pants-shitting terrified of you from now on. Oh, good. We call that having it an ally. <laughs> <laughs> but Plex, you do get a calm message. Oh. Bop, bop. Bop, 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 bop. Yes, Reba says that Keel knocked someone out and has escaped from his cell.
2: That both complicates and makes us easier, actually.
0: Would you like to know who he knocked out?
2: I have a feeling you really want to tell me.
0: I think you'll enjoy this. He knocked out Shoal.
2: Ah, criff! That's going to be real awkward when our negotiation's next.
0: I think she came to gloat, and he took advantage of her being caught off guard.
2: Yeah, no, that, that sounds about right. I can see that happening.
0: Do you want us to look for him? <laughs> Please say no. No.
2: No. If he's out, he's already on the move. Just Praise draw more the attention
0: to him. I'm finally done with work today. That'll be 5,000 credits.
2: 5,000 your salary, you get it at the end of the mission
0: Now hold on, that's not what we agreed to I was You said you wanted a payment. salary Fine Can I get a cash advance On my salary
2: uh, We can work that out <laughs> Later tonight I Is there just... a paycheck loan place On the star destroyer Plex <laughs> runs a side business In case you didn't think She'd get more evil <laughs>
0: Okay, well, we'll be coming back.
2: Alright, great. Did Keep you... a low profile. I had to talk to a, some middle manager for you two.
0: Yes, well, he was being extremely rude to us.
2: So I heard.
0: We don't work for him, we work for you. We're salaried now.
2: <laughs> oh gosh, you actually get to say you work for me now.
0: <laughs> that has terrifying implications,
2: actually. <laughs> I planned this out horribly.
0: bubble, bubble. Yes. R3 says, you dug your own grave on this one.
2: That's fair. Both of you get back to the ship.
0: Roger. Over and out. Beep. Plex, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters? Because you have a couple of options for what to do here.
2: (laughs) I can call Shoal and make it really awkward.
0: (laughs) Um, if she's awake.
2: (laughs) Okay, so... Eel is out. The droids are returning. SD is working. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. And the clones are in the middle of doing training operations with the other clones.
2: Do I really have anyone I can
0: call? You sit there kind of struggling, thinking about who might be the best person to call for this mission. Something that might give Keel some help. You don't trust the droids to do that, certainly. Someone
2: to make a distraction.
0: And I think it kind of strikes you that with where everyone else is... You might be the only one who's there to make a distraction.
2: Oh, that's why I have employees.
0: I know. But you also have the awesome power of bureaucracy on your side.
2: Flex is pretty good at bureaucracy.
0: If you can maybe tie up some of the resources on the Avenger, they might be less likely to capture Keel just based on, you know, a little bit of extra annoyance here or there from the crew of the Aurum.
2: Hey, how am I going to tie up the bureaucracy of this place and not just, like, pull every fire alarm I come across?
1: (laughs) Just Plex covered in ink. (laughs) I mean, actually, you- have the capability of transforming, lest we forget you're a claw Yes.
0: that was about to say. I was gonna say, like,
1: that seems like it could be a useful thing here. (laughs) I remember what that middle manager looks like, right?
0: Uh, yeah, um, your clothes might give you away just based on your plaque, but, you know, it might take someone a a couple of extra seconds to figure it out. That's fair. And I think you might want to aim higher than a middle manager. Yeah.
2: okay. Someone like I said, with, this is usually why I have employees to do this Yeah, stuff. but there's,
0: I, I, I think, um, just logically, you know there's someone with pretty high security clearance who's currently out of the picture.
2: You mean Shoal? Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. Yeah, they're probably not going to want to advertise that she was in the, in the brig. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe okay. someone who has a very legitimate grievance with moth for having been knocked out and locked in the brig. Who might, I don't know, go to the bridge to yell at him?
2: Okay, I, I, I see what we can do here. So yeah, let, let's, uh, let's have some fun being Shoal for a bit.
0: Okay, Um. so I think you use your Claudite powers to transform into Shoal.
2: This is gonna go horribly.
0: <laughs> uh, take two strain for transforming. Mm-hmm. And ten strain left. And then let's have you head over to the bridge. Um, we'll do it. The scene transitions to you in full irate sort of Carney mode, entering the bridge without waiting for clearances. You know, you don't get like a you don't get any permission or anything like that. You just show up and demand to be seen.
2: There's like two or three guards coming up behind her. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: But you're too important for that. You're Avat.
2: Yep. Kuat something, something, something.
0: Yes. Supervisor... Remember
2: not
1: <laughs> to spit after saying Kuat.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've got to keep that one in mind, actually.
0: Miss Avat, I heard that you had been knocked out in the brig. Are you all right? This is Moff Cassius. No,
2: I am not all right. I was unconscious in the brig. How does this happen on your
0: ship? Uh, ma'am, I respect that you might be a little bit upset, but...
2: A little bit upset.
0: Quite, do I look
2: quite a frankly, little bit
0: upset? Yes, you do. Quite frankly, uh, I look a I, lot a bit upset. I don't know what you were doing in my brig. You
2: don't know what you don't know what was happening on your ship.
0: That's just great. I, that is not what I said, and you know it. I gave you—that's what I heard. I gave you very special security clearance so that you might be able to perform your job, and haranguing my prisoners such that they escape is not part of that job description.
2: Haranguing your prisoners, what are you even talking about? I
0: was unconscious in the brig. How does that happen? Well, for one, you enter the brig and then begin talking to my prisoner.
2: A prisoner completely left by themselves with no additional protections? And
0: are you impugning on the security abilities of a Kuat-built brig? Because I as I am recall, on the
2: security personnel on this Kuat-built brig. Hmm,
0: hmm. Yes. Well, if that's the case, perhaps we don't need to purchase any more star destroyers from Kuat.
2: And where else could you even go?
0: I hear good things about the IR-3F very good things about various sinar ships and we've already got contracts with them it would be fairly simple for us to port those contracts over to a new class of ship but by all means please continue to threaten me there are sabak chips in play in this discussion and right now your your pot is looking very thin so unless you want to say that you've got an idiot's array for my 31, then I think I would like
2: to bring in a cutting question if I could.
0: hmm <gasps>
2: Using a power? I know, I've never <laughs> done this before, actually.
1: <laughs>
0: I <laughs> oh, forget yeah, I, I k- have them. <laughs> I kind of forgot I have mine, too. <laughs> you guys are all terrible at this game. I'm so glad <laughs> yeah. we're almost done with it. <laughs> so yeah, it's
2: combining deception with willpower to form the dice pool... When the character takes the cut in question incident, the player must explain how, in this particular instance, their deception skill is helping to erode the foe's resolve. So, what I would like to do is take the moth's mind off the ship itself and into a more immediate collecting of security personnel for like to 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 immediately draw their attention to make a point more that. Is that's it's their fault Keel got out, rather than Shul fucking up entirely.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, could I make a, a added suggestion that your yes. demand is that you be given, um, you be given, like, personal guards, because okay. you, you can't trust that their escaped prisoner won't come back to finish the job? <laughs> okay, yeah.
2: So, how can I word this in the game? The design of the Kuat ships is perfectly fine and reasonable for the requirements of your position. What happened was a lackadaisical security staff in your brig that just left me to this prisoner. And frankly, that needs to be addressed right now.
0: Then let's address it. I can assign a security detail to you. Say four men to keep an eye on you so that you're not ambushed again by this escapee. Since you've made it abundantly clear that your own well-being is not something you look out for, I have no problem with taking that workload off of your plate and making it something that our team works on for you.
2: Okay, so this is a deception roll for it. Mm-hmm. Combined with willpower, I don't know how to do that. Just add two green.
0: Combined with willpower?
2: One coercion skill to using Deception skill. The character's Deception skill is combined with their willpower characteristic to form the dice pool.
0: Okay, so what's your willpower? Two. What's Deception normally? Cunning? Yes. Okay, so um, how many upgrades to Deception do you have?
2: Uh, my Deception is rank three? Okay, so your so dice pool will be two yellows. yellow and a green.
0: Three yellows. No. That's my base. Two yellows and a green. Because you're rank three, and it's based on a attribute of two, so you upgrade both of the green die to yellows and then deception add... is cunning. Yes, but this My deception is, is based on willpower.
2: Oh, okay. Two yellows and a green. Okay. Okay. And the difficulty?
0: Uh, let's call this one hard.
2: Which ones are the successes? Okay. So that comes out to three successes.
0: Sick. Yeah, so I think that plays out exactly as we had it played out before. Well, of course I can assign you some security, since it doesn't appear that your own security is a priority for you or your crew. So you don't have to go anywhere alone anymore. You won't be ambushed.
2: So the escapee cannot finish their job. Great.
0: Yes, very much. If that's everything Miss about. For
2: now, then Shoal eventual- will... Turn and stomp out.
0: Okay. You are followed by four heavily armed clones. How do you shake them? If you can't think of anything, I have an idea. If you have an idea, that'd be great. Um, I think you go to the fresher as Shoal and emerge as Plex and they're stuck waiting there. Although,
1: I would say you want to be as unmemorable as possible because... Then they're going to be like, well, a Claudite walked out.
2: <laughs> yeah. Unless the fresher actually connects to two hallways and has two separate entrances. They would
0: not allow her Dang to it. use that fresher. <laughs> no, but you could come out as some sort of generic um, Imperial woman um, or generic NPC. Yeah. Um, honestly, they probably don't know her, uh, but one of Shoal's crew members, maybe. If you just, like, pop a couple of pips off of your plaque and stuff them in your pockets.
2: Yeah, we could do that.
0: Um, So, I I think you take the form of Calithoon. Take another two-strain. Yep, I'm down to (laughs) eight. And I think probably you exit with, like, a gentleman and leave the fresher on your way back to the Aurum.
2: Probably going somewhere else to, like, switch again out of line of sight before getting to the Aurum um
0: okay so this is
2: gonna go horribly when everyone realizes what happened
0: (laughs) maybe um with all of that happening um I think doing that grants Keel one additional point on his quest to get back to the Aurum Speaking of which, Keel, you have priority, and it security is aware that you don't know this, but security is aware that you have gone missing. You also don't know that security has been distracted by Shoal air quotes coming up to complain and getting assigned a security detail.
2: Oh, she's going to be pissed when she finds out a security detail that ditched her.
0: There's a terminal within the break room that you access
3: after changing and. You know, giving it a second to, part of giving it a second to figure out what is going on is checking the terminal to find out what's what's yeah. happening around me. Um,
0: so let's pick our move. Three, two, one. Thrust.
3: Because I chose feint.
0: Oh, so that's a straight up win for me. I, I chose thrust specifically because, so I set a rule for myself that I wasn't going to choose thrust until you were found out. Because there was no point in taking an aggressive move, but now that they know that you're missing an aggressive move, and makes see, sense. that's what I
3: th- my my original choice for that was parry, but thus the game goes.
0: Uh, so Keel, I think you are confronted by a series of clone troopers, probably like three or four of them, and in fighting them off, I'm going to give you. Um, Three wounds. Okay, so you should be at a total of four now. You're not going to be able to do a lot of strain-taking activities, but you are capable of taking some more wounds. The torture specifically was that stuff that they do to Bix in Andor.
3: So, what is the outcome of this again? It is, I take out a
0: clone. You take out a small squad of clones. Uh, Like
3: a pair of clones? Yeah, a pair
0: of clones. They're certainly more aware of you now. Um, in fact, they in about five minutes will know where you were five minutes ago. So it might be a good idea to switch up decks or something like that.
3: So you have priority now? Mm-hmm.
0: I have chosen.
3: I have also chosen. I have chosen Thrust.
0: I chose faint. Mozeltov you won that one. Um, so Keel, you outright win this one. Um, they were in the process of setting up a trap for you on the deck where the clones hadn't reported it you know there were a couple of check-ins that have been missed just based on people you've encountered and knocked out or otherwise dispatched
3: so i thrust uh i'm going to move directly to the arm so i think how that works is i take i'm gonna take a turbo lift find the nearest turbo lift uh and go straight up to the deck where the RM is docked and then uh I think I think what I do there is I use the code cylinder to lock out the that that specific tur- turbo lift.
0: Ooh, I like that.
3: So only people with a higher rank than Shoal can use it, which
0: higher than or equal to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think like both Lex and Shoal have uh, like lieutenant commander level clearance. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's cool. I like that. That's a cool decision. Three, two, one, parry. I chose faint. So I think knowing that you were going to, uh, assuming that you were going to make a move towards the Aura again, just based on them tracking your movements, because every time you do use that code I've cylinder, been, you're leaving breadcrumbs. Yeah, I've been leaving breadcrumbs, and I know that. I think, yeah, I, 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 I figured you assumed that much. Like, he'll s- smart enough to know that. I think they assumed you were going towards the Aurum directly, which is why they set up a blockade on your path towards the Aurum.
3: But Immediately after locking out the turbo lift, Keel triggers an alarm going the long way around.
0: hmm So huh. wait, sorry, does Keel go the long way around? Or- no no.
3: I use the station to trigger an alarm somewhere else. So that blockade that was there gets redirected to intercept where the alarms are.
0: With the intent that you will then go the short way. So, uh, Plex. Aaron, let's have a real quick chat. Um, Do we want to detail Plex getting back to the Aurum... At all, do we want to detail what Plex does once she's back on the Aurum? I think
2: detailing back at the Aurum. hmm
0: Because
2: the first thing is making sure everyone knows she was there the whole time. Yes. And understanding Keel will need somewhere to hide if he makes it back.
0: That is, that's also true. So, how do you go about doing that?
2: I think everyone's still off the Aurum except for the droids. Mm-hmm. So, know what I can do, is Plex can go and find BT.
0: BT is in the um, cargo hold where he usually sleeps um, or powers down for the evening. Um,
2: Good, that's exactly where I need him.
0: Yeah, so um, as you enter the cargo hold, which you haven't been in for a little while, um, you know, there's like posters all over the walls for various um, droid goth bands. <laughs> um, Interesting
2: taste. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: No, he's got like um, got a poster for like um droids of mercy and um
2: binary hoss.
0: <clears throat> um droid division. Uh, let's see, who else could we come up with? Um, how do we make Susie and the banshees? Um, Susie and the banthas. <laughs>
2: Uh type zero one 0, zero zero one 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 one
0: negative. What? <laughs> that's
2: the binary for the letter O. <laughs>
0: um the Bacta. That's the cure. Um the Sith, who are the cult.
2: I'm trying to think of Star Wars freaking cavity, so I wanna throw a local band in.
0: <laughs> uh what about uh we've also got uh Depeche Droid. <laughs> but weirdly it's from it's a poster from their one Electropop album before they turned all dark and goth.
2: Oh, interesting. Uh, Machine Spirit.
0: Machine Spirit's a good
2: one. It's like Ghost, right? That's very good. We got some good ones in here, actually.
0: <laughs> uh, Susie and the Banthas is my favorite one.
2: I was kind of a big fan of Binary Haas.
0: As opposed to Bauhaus? Yep. Uh, yes, with, with what do you their big hit,
2: uh, Darth Maul is dead.
0: Darth <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> I love that. What do you want?
2: I need you to make some arrangements for oh. a new piece of inventory.
0: Excellent inventory. About, uh,
2: about uh, five and a half feet tall,
3: 105 kilograms. I
2: don't know how big Keel is.
0: How tall is Keel, Emma?
3: My character sheet says five foot eight.
0: Okay, that was close. Still taller than me.
1: We stay on a short, King.
2: Yeah, a, a new piece of inventory. Uh, it'll, it'll be about uh, six feet high, about 105 kilograms, and um, just make up a description.
0: Make up a description. What kind of item would you like it registered as? Armaments? Um, humanitarian no. aid?
2: No. Those would all look really fishy.
0: mail run Scrap parts. Is this for Krennic?
2: Yeah. I figure if he's going to... Get back Scrap Parts makes limit. perfect sense. Glad we agree.
0: I'll get that drawn up and added to the inventory, post-haste. Do you want it logged as having been in the inventory for the last six days?
2: Um, yeah. Yeah, j- j- just something to make it not look suspicious.
0: Naturally. Well, if that's all. So, are any of these bands good? I don't know that a normie like you would like them. You're a bit too much of a prep. Okay,
2: but which one would you
0: recommend? For you, maybe Depeche Droid. Listen to their first album. They had the keyboardist from Yoda Rhythmics writing their music for them at the time, and it's a much more upbeat sort of a sound.
2: Alright, I'll add it to my list. Thanks, BT!
0: Anytime.
2: Also, I've been here all day.
0: That's going to cost you an extra bonus, or a payday loan in advance at zero interest. I, told you... I need I really to buy music Kylie somehow.
2: I honestly thought you would have just stolen it all.
0: Huh? huh. I'm not scrap metal, unlike some former members of this crew. Not only scrap steals from their boss.
2: Okay, I'll I'll go figure out that payday advance for you.
0: Perfect um erica what have you thought about for what you want sd to do this episode because the things that plex did ended up helping keel indirectly but sd has no idea that keel is on the ship let alone that he has escaped
1: yeah so i would like to indirectly hurt his chances of escaping possibly just blow him up
0: well, that would bring the score to an even 4-4. I think you're probably off-duty at this point. There's probably been enough time that's passed. Um, you know, you've know, you spent a little bit of time working on the super laser. Are you actively trying to make this thing work? Because uh... you were confronted with the fact that this is the same technology that blew up parts of Jeddah and the entirety of Alderaan. Yeah, and um, if you're willing to make a knowledge check, say knowledge Outer Rim, the
1: one. Oh no, wait, no, that's not the knowledge I have. Um, what difficulty?
0: Uh, average. Uh, one failure, one advantage. You you don't recall the information that I was trying to impart on you, but you know you know that this sector has been a hotbed of rebel activity previously, Mon Calamari is resist
1: resistance
0: activity no the resistance doesn't exist yet
1: oh so former rebel former
0: rebel activity okay yes uh because the resistance isn't formed until like the first
1: order is like it's big bad
0: the resistance is formed pre-first order there's a whole book about it i think it's called um, like well... bloodlines or something like that where um it comes out during a campaign for first senator that Princess Leia is Darth Vader's daughter and she has to resign her office as senator. Um, it's, It's a whole thing. It's a really good book. It's very enjoyable. Probably one of my favorite Star Wars novels in new canon. Hey, everybody, this is Editor Kat. Just popping in here to say that the Star Wars novel that I was thinking of is, in fact, called Bloodline, not Bloodlines. And I do strongly recommend you check it out. It's a lot of fun. That's all for me. I'll let you get back to the episode. You know that this sector is home to the Mon Cal. You know that this sector is home to the Lothal Resistance. And you know for a fact that the Lothal Resistance is the reason the Defender wasn't widely adopted. Like, this is literally part of your job, because Lothal was where the Defender was being manufactured until right. uh, Kanan and Ezra and the crew of the Ghost blew it up. Um, you don't know that specific part, but you do know <laughs> some of those other things. Um, so I think you get the impression that maybe this super laser isn't just a show of force. It's not just a threat, but might possibly be retaliatory.
1: Yeah, um, I I really don't know that I've decided what to do in that regard, mm-hmm. you know, in the past, what, like eight hours total yeah. <laughs> or I don't know, yeah.
0: It's, you know, it, um, it hasn't been that long since you've found out what was going down, so that makes sense. Um, I, I,
1: want, I want to get it working because I want to understand why it works. With that understanding, if I need to, by then I will hopefully have the trust From the Imperial Remnant that if I were to have to, like, somehow shut it off or whatever, uh, sabotage, etc., like, I could probably manage that? That's not something I could probably do right
0: now? Right, so you want to be... Basically, your logic is that if you can get it working, you can earn their trust enough that they'll listen to you when you tell them that they need to shut it down for safety reasons.
1: Or, yeah, or, like, demonstrate enough expertise to... Like, I'm the consultant, right? Mm-hmm. So they brought me in because I'm already pretty good. Basically, okay, yeah, kind of like Galen Urso. Not to like steal directly, but like
0: We've been lifting pretty heavily from various <laughs> Star Wars things for the last yeah, for this episode I in particular.
1: Yeah. So like Galen Urso vibe where it's like he finished the Death Star, but like knew it was bad and built in a weakness I don't know if that's my route or if my route is saying like uh, you know more social where it's like hey, something's weird but um I think I need to stay on it. Also just it's an incredibly complex, interesting engineering problem and for the first time in a while, I think I'm building with stuff that's not like scrap parts and stuff yeah and it's stimulating and nice. So I think that's where I'm at.
0: I think we'll set the scene with SD having left his mission assignment kind of feeling a little bit mixed about what he has been working on, but still knowing that working on it is going to probably be the best way to build the trust he needs. Um, I think you're probably on your way back to the Aurum when uh, an alarm goes off, like, you're on the same deck as the Aurum, and a security alarm is going off right now, kind of in what you know is probably like a very circuitous route to get to the Aurum, but possibly on the way to the Aurum. Uh, with that security alarm blaring, what do you do?
1: Um, What are the, what are um Spanner and... Piston. Piston. <laughs> also, yeah, Wrench, especially.
0: not Spanner. Again, Spanner oh. was my character from a Long Night in the Mech Bay.
1: Right, yes. Yeah, um, yeah, what uh, are, uh, Frenchmen? They re- they, they,
0: they're they not with you. They, they're... Oh! Yeah, they're, their bunk is on a different deck, and, you know, gotcha. you guys okay. split up after mm. work.
1: All right, um...
0: You mentioned needing to get home to your droid.
1: <laughs> alarm going off.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you do see a number of fully kitted out and armed clones running towards the alarm. You kind of hear them before you see them, because it's very yeah. clacky, but...
1: Um, okay. Well, again, what is proper protocol? Return to my room? Like, is there a safe room we're supposed to report?
0: Okay. On yeah. Something like that. Um, because as far as you are aware, it's just clones on the ship. You might even think this may be a drill.
1: Hey, um, Plex, do you, do you have your comms? Uh, Plex, can you, can you, is this thing on? Can you hear me?
2: Hello, this is Plex. Go oh, ahead.
1: Okay, good. I was I was worried that they were somehow blocking our, you know, personal signals or something. Um,
2: no, that would be really bad for them if they tried to do that.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, uh, we don't exactly use standard encryption, uh, so... Yeah, anyway.
2: exactly, so they'd have to mess up a whole lot of stuff to get to, to us.
1: That's... it would be bad, yeah. Um. Anyhow... There's an alarm going off. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'd prefer not to get in trouble. Um, Figured you're the one to ask cuz um I don't know, there's a lot of people running around and uh
2: Where are you currently?
1: Um, I'm on the oh, deck Delta 4. Sorry, I'm still getting used to Okay, yeah. Uh deck Delta 4. Looks like I'm in bulkhead 3. Uh, not too far from the Aurum. Same, same level.
2: Are you still on shift?
1: No. Um, we uh, we just had dinner, and uh, uh, the the boys I was working with, they went back to their bunks, so I was kind of... Um,
2: okay, yeah. If, you, if you're off work right now, just come back to the ship till this finishes up.
1: All right. Well, um suppose I can't get in trouble for doing what you tell me, so yeah, I'll be there shortly.
0: All right. Sounds good. Um, so as you move through the halls... Can I have you roll an easy perception check for me? God damn it. (laughs) Two
1: failure, three advantage. On an easy check? Oh, no, I made a normal roll. (laughs) One success, one advantage.
0: Okay. Uh, You overhear a couple of clones as they jog past you saying something to the effect of um, prisoners out of confinement. They've already taken out three people. Uh, like just little snippets of information that you, I think might just give you a little bit of pause before you get back to the Aurum. Someone escaped from the brig and three clones are dead or incapacitated.
1: Um, okay. Um, uh, hey Plex, um, are, is Gold Squad accounted for? Sorry. I just, I'm hearing some chatter here as I'm moving your way.
2: Um, as far as I know, Gold Squad's still with their training duties.
1: With the other clones, yeah. Um, any way you can recall them? Why? Well, it sounds like they're—I don't know—like a. It sounds like there's a prison break or something, and they were talking about dead clones. I—I would certainly hope that's not ours, but yeah, I'll, I'll check on it. Okay, thanks. Um, yep. I'm—I'm I'm only like two minutes out. All right, doors open when you get here. All right.
0: Okay, uh okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say you get to the Aurum and as soon as the airlock closes behind you. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you did what
1: no, plex. I don't even know what she just said. <laughs> what, what did you send Reba and BT to do exactly? To go check on some of the terminals.
2: You already know what I sent Reba and BT to do, don't you?
1: Yeah, I I would hope by now you would trust me enough to under <sighs> Okay, let me bring you up to speed. Uh I would appreciate that. So Did- on this ship, somewhere is Keel.
2: He was in the brig, but he broke out after incapacitating Shoal. And I ran interference for him a little bit ago. I was here all day, by the way.
1: Um, okay. Why- Bobo. Yeah, no, Reba, uh, I pre- Yeah, well, well, I'm not angry with you. Plex, why the hell would you not tell me this?
2: Because we now have to keep up a charade of still working as normal, and you do that a lot better when you don't know what's going on immediately.
1: <laughs> okay. I don't know that there's going to be a lot longer. We need to keep up a charade if Keel is an actively escaped convict on a Star Destroyer. Seems like things are going to break pretty fast, Plex. That, that depends if we can hide him well enough. He's coming to our
2: ship. I'm running on the assumption that Keel will come back to the Orem because he knows we're here.
1: The ship he served on for two years. And the moth knows and Kuat knows. And now we're yeah, just th- that's con- a funny thing. They don't think we know Kiel is here. And they might think he might not try to endanger us. And you think you think we're gonna get to leave once he's on like, what's your excuse? Like oops, forgot my wallet back on Mintuine, like clicks. I now I I'm sorry, my emotions are <laughs> I am I am angry with you, okay? But we can work through this? Griffin kid. God, I, yeah, no, that that's fine. Just SD. Just let I, it
2: out. I've already gone through this part of the process. He was supposed to get out.
1: That's all. That's all. I had Yep. I had been living with hope. Um and well, at least good on him for, you know, giving Shoal a good one too. Um okay, we we this we, Reba, um, okay, so what exactly did you, uh, so you, yeah, you access the systems on the ship, and like, what exactly did you do to the, um, reporting algorithm for the brig? Like, what's its current state?
0: Oh, uh,
1: <sighs> okay, um, I mean, I wouldn't expect anything less than stellar work, uh, so that's good. That shouldn't be, traceable to us, um, could look like a computer error out of the Droid Depot. Oh, boy. Um, Plex, do I need to start prepping us for punching out of this hangar? Because if so, I got a lot of work to do.
0: I want to be clear, you are attached via an airlock, and you are not parked in the hangar because the hangar is too small for the Aurum. Oh.
1: Okay, that's, that makes
2: life easier. You have to break through the airlock.
0: Well, that yeah, of, that's that's easy yeah. enough. That's Yeah.
1: Yeah. We just have to make sure they don't disconnect us. But okay, so we just need to wait to fire up our engines till everyone's on board. Did you recall Gold Squad? Plex, we didn't get to do that cuz Kat didn't bring up that scene.
2: Um can we do that off, yes, off-screen? Yes,
0: that, that that could have happened off-screen. I would I wouldn't okay. force you to be beholden to me not calling for a scene that would be really (laughs) shitty because you didn't you i'm not gonna say no if you never had the opportunity
2: yeah so what would be the outcome of that like are they on their way are they
0: yeah i think um you got a response back that they were on their way back and that their shift had just ended anyway
1: yeah gold squad is on their way back their shift ended okay um whale um oh god they have a Proof super laser on this thing. Well, it's not operational. They still have. They, they have a blah, what? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, we can talk about that later. There's some. There is. Give me the admiral's notes right now. Uh. Well, I have engineering schematics. I don't have like plans or anything. But um. Yeah. Can I decipher engineering schematics? <laughs>
0: um. No. But you did request the admiral's notes, which I think is a common enough parlance to sort of. Being parsable as for SD as like the elevator pitch,
2: right? Okay. Yeah, I was trying to get like the Coles notes. Is that, was like, is, whoa, that, whoa. is that Canadian Cliff
0: notes? Yes,
1: yeah, what? <laughs> Holy because the, the bookstore is called Coles, okay, or at least yeah. it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, you familiar with the Death Star? You went to an Imperial Academy, I assume. I, I know a little bit of the Death Star, yeah, okay, well, bad. you know what it did to Alderaan, um, yeah. Okay, well, that was accomplished using a weapon class called a super laser, which it turns out is powered by Kyber. Um, That I did not understand. Um, Kyber is like the crystal that you find in lightsabers. It amplifies power in a very unusual way. Um, Regardless, they are essentially building a modular version of the planetary laser laser. That was on the Death Star, except you'd have to blow up a lot of Star Destroyers because they can funnel power to each other. Um, It's not complete by any means. Um, Okay, that's uh, good. It's not far either. Um, And so, uh, not saying this... Oh boy. I'm saying wherever we run, like we might not be the only ones we're putting in danger at this point. Um, If
2: we're in trouble... Trouble's a plan B.
1: It's always oh, a plan B. Yeah. Plan A is everything goes according to plan. Okay, what's the plan? Because <laughs> as soon as Keel's on the ship, I don't know how you're planning on discreetly leaving the place where we're supposed to be stationed for, frankly, several months. Well, when Keel gets on the ship, he'll be scrap metal. Right. and He's always been sus-
0: scrap metal.
1: BT, I own a restraining bolt.
0: No, I need BT. And He's been I'm very a fully fledged employee of Sinar now, so you can suck what? eggs.
2: Uh, yeah, BT and Reba are your co-workers
1: now. They're on salary. You did you contact Sentient Resource? Oh, we the, can the, worry the, about that it, later. The paperwork um, is going in. Don't it? It's been a weird six hours. Okay. Yeah, I'm not even sure you can put Astromex on salary. Technically, they're supposed to be wiped every. Oh, anyhow, um. I mean, it's not like we do anyway, so... Okay, so we are on the Aurum, a ship yes. piloted by Keel Krennic for multiple years, where we were his co-workers. We are the first thing they're going to search if they realize Keel's missing, which I assume they do by the goring amp- Nope. Yeah. <laughs> by the Criffin alarms on every deck of
2: this ship. Again, they don't know... That us and Keel know each other is around. I had to play pretty stupid to get through that part. Okay, you but. should. Sure. But. SD, SD, I'm gonna pull a rank here and let myself finish. <laughs> we have an extra piece of inventory listed on the ship now. It's about the size and weight of Keel, but it's scrap metal. So when he gets on, there's no discrepancy.
1: We have to hide him somewhere.
0: As long as your BOL matches okay. your total weight.
1: That's not going to defeat millimeter wave scanners. Sure. Yes. Our our, t- our manifests will line up, but they're going to be searching, you know, f- is their feet in Star Wars foot by foot through every cubic criffin- by
0: cubit. <laughs> yeah. Cubit <laughs> by cubit.
1: Yeah, it's based on the emperor's uh, <laughs> elbow to his fingertip. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, A- and you know what? You're
2: right. And I'm glad you're here. I need you to do that now.
1: Okay. Well, last time I tried to do this, I built a paper mache wall in 15 minutes. Um. So here's hoping this You've got one goes an bad. hour. Okay. So. Well. Um, oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, I'll be back in the engine bay.
0: Um, if I
2: can. May uh, yeah, yeah. I use leadership
1: on SD? Yes, you may roll
0: a roll a SD. What's your willpower?
1: Um, my willpower is two.
0: Okay, roll an average leadership check.
1: Okay.
2: Nah. So, one success and two advantages.
0: Okay. SD, um, Plex puts on the commander face, not literally, but figuratively. <coughs> Blue. <laughs> and it sort of immediately... Spurs you into action to look for what kinds of impenetrable metals you might have on the ship. Um, what I would like for you to do is roll for me um, a mechanics check with how many successes, Aaron? Uh, one success. One success and three advantages, or two advantages? Two advantages. Okay. Um, roll that mechanics check with the blue die.
1: Okay. God damn it. Sorry. I was hoping for a triumph because it's three yellow dice. But mm-hmm. um, it, it is four successes and an advantage.
0: Okay, so I'm going to say that there is probably enough metal if you were to dismantle the flight recorder in both the um, floor model and the orum that you could reasonably line the case in such a way that it will be impenetrable to high-energy scans. Uh, Flight recorders typically are made out of um, cortosis. At least that's what you know, because, you know, you want something that's going to survive the explosions and the laser blasts and everything like that. And you have the ability and the know-how to turn that into some form of scanner shielding for the box that you guys plan on putting Keel in and you know you could probably just chalk it up to you know random metal interference at that point since it is supposed to be scrap metal
1: <sighs> well okay that's that's a that's a good first step but if they open demands a scrap metal crate be opened i need something else i need hidden compartment a false yeah a false a false bottom hey plex yes uh, permission to carve out a hole into our cargo bay, um, below our fake crate into the maintenance, uh, vent. We're gonna drop keel out of the crate into the vent, um, cause, again, if- if they need to open it, there's nothing we can do. You ever uh, seen
2: that? Uh, I- I trust you not to break the sh- ship's integrity.
1: Um, oh, well, I would never. I mean, um, no, I just, um, uh, I saw this TV special with, um, I, I forget his name. What's a funny Chris An- Chris Angel pun?
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, Chiss Angel. Oh,
1: it's right there. No, I, I, um, when I was a kid, I saw this, um, Chiss Angel magic special and, um, I was obsessed with it. And it turns out that the way it worked is, uh, his assistant dropped it, it looked like the box didn't have a false bottom because you could see all the way to the bottom of the box. But that's because underneath the box itself wasn't actually, um, it was a, a, another box. Um, anyhow, I get, oh, um, I'm good. Oh, I'm working on it. Uh, okay. Whatever permission you need, go for it.
0: Okay. Can I have so- you, um, that that was sort of a knowledge <laughs> mechanics check. What, what was your total roll on that?
1: Uh, four successes, one advantage.
0: I am going to say that is more than good enough for you to construct this apparatus. <laughs> uh, so you now have a good spot to hide Keel once the Imperials come looking for him. Um, and I think this is the point where we will switch back to Keel.
2: The real Rube Goldberg machine we have going here. <laughs>
0: Heel, I believe it is your priority. And you have just, as you recall, set off that distraction alarm. Oh, oh, yes, and oh, you are making a beeline to the oral That was on your priority? Yes. Okay. Because that was just a straight up win for you. What would you like to do next? Which is to say, I have made my choice. Okay. I have my action. Okay. I chose thrust.
3: I chose parry.
0: Heel, you have parried their thrust. After
3: setting off the alarm, um, I head straight for the arm, and on my way I hear the the, the stomping of clone trooper boots as they approach. Um, And rather than get caught by them, I duck into a small kind of maintenance passageway off the side. Uh, and don't get caught by them.
0: Coming up at the rear is Gold Squad, who seem to be on guard, but not pursuing after Plex's orders to return to the Aurum f- post-haste.
3: And that is your priority.
0: Yes, it is. I've made my choice.
3: I've made my choice. I chose to thrust.
0: I chose to faint. Uh, So, Kiel, how does this play out as you make what is probably your final push towards the Aurum? Um,
3: so after Gold Squad brings up the rear of the uh clone squad, um, I give it a beat, like I let them get far enough ahead of me that they won't hear me. And I follow them. I just go straight for the straight for the Orum. How does How was the feint gonna work there? Like what was the setup there
0: i think the setup for the faint was that the uh basically they have done a complete circuit at this point so they i think they assume you have backtracked and you're sort of playing you know the chase around the table game that is my favorite game um and i think they set up on i think during that beat you see them actually backtrack past you and uh, you, you overhear some chatter that says they've set up um, guard points on either side of the hallway, but you're on the inside of those guard checkpoints. Gotcha. So that last, that last thrust you did pushed you through it. Brought you past where they've set up their final checkpoints to try to capture you. And you have a clear shot to make it to the Aurum. As you make your way onto the Aurum and you run through and the airlock closes behind you. Gold Squad is kind of just milling around because they like literally just got there. And you have your Imperial uniform. And your stolen code cylinders and everything like that. And you are winded to say the least. And you look, you, I, I think maybe even you kind of fall once you get into the Aurum, like maybe just from just for exhaustion. Exactly. And... Like adrenaline. Yeah. And you look up at a squad of clones and one of them takes off his helmet. Keel, And I think that's where we end the episode. Chicks with Dice is a production of Soces Media. To support the work we do, visit patreon.com slash Media. The Star Wars RPG is published by Edge Studios, and I Have the High Ground is written by Jess Levine. Visit JessfromOnline.itch.io for Jess's other games. Remember, the best way to help the show is to leave us a review or tell a friend about the show. Word of mouth is the number one way a podcast gains new listeners, and five star reviews is number two. The theme song for the same coin was written and performed by Chris Postel of Sounds Like an Earful. Visit soundslikeanearful.com to hear more of Chris's work. For all of their music and sound effects, see liner notes for details. This episode features Aaron Cotter as Plex. Aaron uses they them pronouns. 40 Under 40 Gay Luminary Erica Rebecca Belsas played Space Dumpster. Erica uses any all pronouns. Emma Hisla played Keel Chronic. Emma uses shrug emoji pronouns, which function like any, all pronouns. It also featured me, Kathleen Hislop. I use it, its, and she, her pronouns. Until next time, stay wizard.
3: Why does that look like the Twin Towers?
0: <laughs> Chris Angel's breakfast, lunch, and pizza.
1: The B and the L. Oh, yeah. Um, C- Chris Angel will only do nighttime shows in Vegas because during the day he runs Kablip, a diner. <laughs> this is not a joke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he calls it Kablip.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I hate this.
0: <laughs> I remember when I enjoyed his television program
2: that was a good six months
0: I was a weird little emo weird little mind
1: freak alright sorry I'm done distracting <laughs>